Hello and welcome to the Meditation Conversation, the podcast to support your spiritual revolution. I'm your host, Kara Goodwin, and this episode with Michael Massey is a live Ask Me Anything webinar we did for the Conscious Awakening Network. We had some amazing questions from listeners about shamanism, transformation, new earth, frequency, and so much more. This episode is packed full of great insights, so fasten your seatbelt and you may want a little notebook to make some notes. Michael and I would love for you to join us for the retreat we have coming up May 4th through the 7th. Michael foresaw last year that the 5-5 gateway, the the, uh, May 5th gateway, was going to be really powerful in 2023, and that was before we realized there was a lunar eclipse that very day, which actually I didn't even realize until pretty recently. We're going to have the Mitchell Hedges Crystal Skull there, which is really going to amplify the power of this transformational retreat even further. This is going to be an amazing opportunity. So if there is any way that you can get there, then do what you can to make it happen. You can get more information on my website, karagoodwin.com, and I will also put the link in the show notes. So now enjoy this episode. All right. Welcome, everybody. Great to see you. Hello, hello. So glad that you're here. And I'm Kara Goodwin, host of the Meditation Conversation podcast. And I'm here with Michael Massey. And Michael is my friend and has been my mentor for a while now. And um, I'll just let you introduce yourself. How about that? Hi, I'm a Michael. And you're a Michael? (laughs) Yeah, I'm a Michael. And I am a cosmic engineer slash janitor. <laughs> I cosmic. clean up. Yes, I clean up messes in the grid, and uh, that's kind of what I do. Okay, yeah. let me get out my notebook actually because there are things that I want to uh, make a note of real quick because that might be a good one. I know that there are a couple stories that go with that, that we might want to touch on, but cosmic janitor. Yeah. All right. Great. Well, I'm so happy that those of you who are here with us on zoom are here. I know we are also live streaming with the conscious awakening network. Um, I have not figured out how to monitor the other platforms. So um, if you are watching this live stream on the Conscious Awakening Network or on Roku or um, Fire and and all of that type of things, I do apologize if there's a way for you to um, connect and I'm not seeing it. But if you are here with us on the Zoom, you can feel free to raise your hand or type anything in the chat. This really is an opportunity for us to connect and for, we want to hear what are some things going on with you? What are some things that are showing up for you? What questions do you have in the areas of consciousness, spiritual ascension, spiritual awakening? Michael has an engineering degree 
And, um, so he's really like, I love how he can, I just realized I'm not on do not disturb. So bear with me here. Um, so he's a great resource in terms of things like frequency and vibration and, um, you know, the role of light and sound and geometry, sacred geometry. You may have heard of sacred geometry and have questions about that. Um, so we can take some time to just ask questions. And if it, maybe you've come and you don't have questions, you've got, you just want to hear what other people want to, want to ask about, which is great too. Um, but let me see if anybody has any questions, feel free to raise your hand. Emily, I see you. Hi. Yay. You can unmute. All right. Hello. So, so when, so when you guys did the, you guys did that, one of your episodes of the meditation conversation, you're talking about the energy in March coming in hot. <laughs> um, and I'm feeling it. I am uh, going through a lot of stuff. And when I look out at a lot of people, I know I am seeing a lot of people who seem to be going through some just having big life things happen. And I definitely am. Um, And I was, one of the things you said was you, you said something about, you know, doing the work and, you know, how the energy, you, you know, you can use it to grow from it or, you know, and you've done the work, you might be able to kind of, hold on to the pole while the the hurricane is all around you of this energy, which I feel like I've done a lot of work. Um, by no means am I, uh, you know, some enlightened being, but I feel like I, you know, I meditate, I try to do these things. And yet it's, it's been really hard to kind of keep my vibration up with what I have going on. And um, my question is, um, what do I do? Because that, you know, one option is just, I keep trying to just like keep my vibration up, keep trying to like stay positive, look at the positive aspects, you know, really meditate and all of that. But then there's another part of me is like, am I just supposed to be sitting with these like difficult feelings? Should I be sitting with the the pain of, you know, what I'm going through, I, you know, so I guess, how do I use this energy right now to, for, for my greatest good, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Okay. And I hope that was a clear question. That's my question. It's, it's a good question. If I don't answer it to satisfaction, then, um, chime in here okay okay um what you know last time or last month i guess it was we when we did this uh webinar and we talked about these energies how month is uh march is shaping up the next 30 days are shaping up to be really bright um and i guess that was only a couple weeks ago gosh time these days is a bit funny um and how we had uh, like last year, it was chaos, but and then it's, that was sweeping through the field and uh, really breaking up old patterns. And uh, so, so many people that uh, I'm aware of right now um, are in some state of transition. And whether it's relationships, career, 
geographically or, or otherwise. And so transition is kind of a key, is a key word here. Now, what is it we're kind of transitioning to? Now, in my mind's eye, what I see in, um, is that it's like a, there's like a train track that was going along a certain way. And you know how you have the little, the, the, I think I'm supposed to be an engineer, I should make, but the switch, the switch to a different track where it goes, okay. And Got it. I'm, I'm thinking about Thomas the train with you. Okay. All right. And <laughs> so what I'm seeing is people are making this switch over to, uh, uh, to this other track. And um, so what kind of happens in, oh, it's a, it's a transition of the heart. It's really moving up from that survival base in the lower chakras up into this heart, the heart base. And, um, and the kind of the, the, the key in this transition is to let go of attachments. Mm. Okay. Now, this is a really frightening thing because this is how we've related to people to each other for eons and when we get close to somebody we attach to them and then we be develop a dependency um and what happens is is if is that person or that attachment it both acts as a limiter meaning we can only go our future can only be as bright as as we are able to go with that attachment um mm, okay okay and then but the also the uh, uh the reverse can be true as well in that with that attachment we might have been able to go places that we couldn't necessarily have on our own so it's, so these attachments kind of served a purpose once upon a time mm -hmm. now okay um uh but what happens is we're transitioning into this new mode of being able to fly and it's when it's like our heart gets wings, literally, and we're able to navigate in a new way. Instead of having attachments at this next stage, what we have instead is connection. Okay. And so the, the, what happens when we're, if we're dissolving attachment, there's an enormous amount of fear associated with letting go of that. Uh, because that's how we found our stability in the past. Okay. Okay. And so what it threatens our sense of security because we don't, we've never been able to stay afloat without these. Mm -hmm. uh, that's no longer the case. And so uh, one of the things in terms of the work to do and whether you're using your just Reiki on yourself and it, it, it doesn't matter if you've had an activation or not, you can get one right now. And uh, is just place your hands over, over your solar plexus, your sacral and root, and uh, do this in your meditation. Just focus in on clearing and dissolving attachments. And fears may come up, but you just let them pass through. Okay. And, okay. And it's this is uh, you're not going to be losing any stability. And what happens is we're evolve, we evolve into this more of a soul base. So as we switch this kind of track up, uh, what's kind of happening is that, that 
in a sense, our field is opening up for more of the soul that we truly are to inhabit the vessel. And as such, you see, we may have formed attachments in the past that was necessary for survival, but they're, they're no longer, uh, they're no longer serving the purpose by which the soul is now coming into body four. Okay, just like a, a training wheels, they were, they made sense once upon a time, but eventually they got to, you know, they got to go if you're going to do any serious biking. So it's a very similar process. Um, so uh, anyways, that's, that's what I, that's what came to mind as you were asking the question. And, and if it clarified things enough for you, or if uh, you have a follow on question, uh, please let me know, Emily. I, 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 of course, now I have like five questions, but I'm going to let other people ask questions. So, <laughs> but thank you. That was really helpful. Okay. That's awesome. Thank you, Emily and Michael. Um, one thing that it made me think of, I want to try to share my screen. Um, and because I was just, let's see, can you see my desktop here? Yes. Yep. Is this in the way? Is there something in the way? Or can you just see it? I've got a toolbar here. I see. Did you know? Okay. So I was just working on this and this, Michael, you were the inspiration because you were the first one to kind of bring this to my attention. But, um, so I was just creating this for social media down the line, but, um, it's, you know, Emily, you were talking about how so many people in your world are just having like a lot of transformation and it's really difficult. And yeah. so this uh, this is the transformation of the caterpillar into the butterfly and let me mm. see how so hang on a second here cuz i don't know how to get from one to another so once it's in that chrysalis it the caterpillar actually digests itself and it dissolves all its tissue which I always thought that it just kind of like the caterpillar stayed kind of like just itself. Wow. It just, well, I, I always thought it was kind of like the caterpillar was the middle of the butterfly and then the wings come out, you know, mm -hmm. but it actually just completely breaks down in the yep. chrysalis. And then there's this time where there's not a caterpillar or a butterfly. It's like this soup. It's like a gooey soup where it's just completely broken down and it's unrecognizable. And then once all of the tissues are disintegrated, then it uses that goo to fuel this rapid cell division that's required to form all of the features of the butterfly. And so the, the point being that this, that central to the process of the transformation is the complete disintegration of what the caterpillar is. That complete mm. surrender, it just totally goes away. In order to become the butterfly, it was always destined to be. 
So I see a lot of people in this, you know, right now where it's just like, what is happening? Where are we? Who am I? And, you know, like we were just talking about the relationships breaking down careers, um, people just not, you know, health, there's a lot of physical health issues as well. A lot of mental health issues. And so if you find yourself, anybody who's listening, who finds themselves in this place right now, there's, there might be this, this like, oh, I, I want to get back to where I was, you know? Yeah. But rather than like trying to clutch on, like Michael was saying with those attachments, but rather than trying to get back to where you were, it's kind of like, what, what are you becoming? You know, where are you going? What transformation is happening? And there is that breakdown that can Mm -hmm. be really necessary. Um, You know, personally for me, the year 2016 was when my world became really unrecognizable and just things really started falling apart. And I remember, you know, like I wanted that familiarity. I wanted things to go back to where they were. And, and that was a huge catalyst to, you know, a completely different version of, of life for me, but Mm -hmm. I, I had to go through the birth canal, you know, so to speak to, to get to the next phase. Mm. So I just wanted to share that because I, I literally was just working on that, like right before I logged on to this zoom. So, so we're in the goo or I'm in the goo. Yeah. Yeah. I am goo. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Feels very much that way. Uh, And, you know, this is like, it is, what can the caterpillar do um, in order to, to join the efforts in the becoming of a butterfly, right? Uh, there's nothing really for it to do uh, except for to trust, just trust the process and surrender to it. Uh, that's, and, and that's very much, uh, very much true. And what's really helpful here is that connection, however you may have it, to a higher power. Mm -hmm. And that's to, you just think of the super intelligence that's aware of both that which you were, that which you are, and that which you are to become. Okay. Right? That would be, Mm -hmm. that, that, presence that entity that energy that intelligence would be the one to trust because it's yeah right it's hard mm-hmm. to trust anything else in fact it's hard to trust anything else at all and that's mm-hmm. that's really the point of the disintegration is to bring you into a into a trust or a, a alignment with that and then everything can collapse and then it gets rebuilt mm. And everything that's around us might still be here, but it's us that have changed. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't mean, and this is one of the things that people feel back to the other 
um, uh, the point about the attachment versus connection is that the fear that comes up if if I'm going to break an attachment to my mother, a spouse, uh, something, uh, uh, even a child, the fear is that you you're in breaking that attachment, you're going to lose that person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's that's not it's not the case. You're not you're not you're not losing anyone. Okay, you're just removing the tether that ties you together in favor of this Wi-Fi connection that keeps you always connected. Mm, okay. But free to move. Mm-hmm. And it's just with the analog that we have here of like the butterfly, but the wing um, of what this this uh, this higher. timeline whatever you want to call it uh this new track is that you know two birds chained together and neither can fly Mm -hmm. so you remove the chains but it doesn't mean that these two birds can't still be even mates (laughs) but but they're flying together Mm -hmm. and free to go now they can come back to roost together or not, but that's how it, that's how the, uh, the, the you know the kind of the metaphor or the analog works. And is that true for everybody right now? This this letting go of attachments. I mean, is that just like a gen, the general theme? It's a general theme, whatever they might be, and it can be a, you know attachments to. Uh, you know, I, with people, they can be the most profound, but attachment, we can get it. We're humans. We get attached to everything. You yeah. Know, as, uh, yeah, we certainly get it attached to our routines. We get uh, uh, attached to a version of of reality that we think mm-hmm. is true. is true. And we get attached to certain futures. Mm. And that's the big one. And that's the toughie really that to, to let go of because okay. we can't help ourselves. But along the way, what we're doing is we keep imagining and we keep trying to imagine a beautiful way to die, basically an end of life scenario that is that's pleasant, right? Yeah. So like people mm-hmm. don't spend their whole lifetime dreaming about how, you know, um, what's, what's the most miserable way I could you know, spend the last decade of my life here. Mm-hmm. And, and so we tend to make decisions a lot based on how something in the present, how we think it's going to affect that future. Yeah, definitely. And I definitely feel that way right now. Yeah. So now imagine going, oh, what courage it takes to go, I'm going to let go of that future and um, knowing that if I let go of that future, it doesn't mean I don't have a future, but I can let go of that and go, wow. And now let's load in, what does that, that higher power, that one that can see and knows um, past, present and future, and understands this process and is a governor of this process, um, then allow that future 
to repopulate uh, with with something better. And mm-hmm. it's okay to 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 hold out and and you go. I'm just going to create a a waiting room there, and it's waiting for the 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 brighter future to load it. I'm not going to put. I'm not going to settle for a you know for a terrible future. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold out for the for, for the best and brightest. Yeah. And that's where like the fear, I mean, it's just, I feel like I'm just, I've, there's a lot of fear. I don't want to screw up. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, um, I just need to let go. Let go and um, do whatever you got to do to, uh, you know, to, to not listen to mm-hmm. the fear. Mm-hmm. And, you know, especially if the fear's coming into our own self monologue and because it seems to be our own voice in the head, we think it's actually real. Mm-hmm. But it's just a thought. Mm-hmm. And so when you have doubts about the future, turn doubt on its own tail and doubt the doubt. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put that... That's I'm going to put that as my, my wallpaper. Yeah. I like that. Doubt the doubt. The I love doubt. that. Mm, beautiful. You Thank go. you. That's awesome. Thank you both. Let's see. Does anybody else, you, you can just unmute yourself or you can put something in the chat if you want to. I know that there is, uh, oh, Lucia? Oh, no, but go ahead. I was no, I just no. myself. Yes, Hi. please. <laughs> Hi, Lucia. Go Hi. ahead. <laughs> I'm so glad to see you. Glad to see you too. I decided to join last minute. I, awesome. Yes. And um, hi, everyone. Hi, Michael. Hi, Emily. Those are the only people I can see. But, <laughs> <laughs> but if it's okay with you guys, right before joining the session, I um, just went within, did a little meditation, and somehow I just developed this practice along the way. It just happened one day where I just knew that in general, where I, when I needed more rooting, more grounding, um, one day I just happened to imagine just this energy going all the way down, all the way to inner earth, and now I, I found a group of beings that help me root from all the way inside. And so normally when I go, there, there's a female energy, a male energy. Normally it's one, two, three. And I, my intention was knowing that I was joining you guys tonight, that, you know, the best would come out of this session. And when I went immediately, there was a huge group guys and i got so emotional because there are so so many beings just supporting supporting us so everyone that joined here and it's the most i've ever seen <laughs> in my vision oh, wow. and, and then i said okay help me just to pick uh from the oracle i don't know if you can see but this one it says gateway of light activation and of course it's long, so I'm not going to make these long, but I'll share 
the one that I got for the group, if that's okay with you. Yeah. Yes, please. I love it. Yes, it was, the card was the Emerald Tablet Activation, which looks like this. Oh. And just uh, a small, what I thought was probably meaningful for the session, it says when these tablet, when this Emerald Tablet Activation card appears, you're being called to remember the gifts you are carrying from previous lifetimes. Even if you don't always understand how to express them, there's a part of you that knows you hold great power within. So if this is meaningful to someone, I'm sure it will be somehow. <laughs> I oh, wanted to share that. Thank you so much yeah. for sharing that, Lucia. That's wonderful. So when you talk about the beings and the, you're being rooted down into the earth, do you see them as beings within the earth? Yes, um, almost human form, you know, not anything in particular, just full of light. And I can just normally just tell if they're female, male. Sometimes some energies just feel very neutral, but, but yes, normally um, I have the beings around me here, you know, and then the ones that I've just can continue to access whenever I need rooting, which is most of the time, even if I'm meditating, I want both, you know, yeah. but they sort of, that's how, how it has worked for me just as of lately, they just sort of support me into being rooted and at the same time, find that light, you know, so, yeah. Thank you. As you're yeah. talking about that, I can feel this like, almost like an antenna, like Bing, 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 at the top of my head right here. Oh, good. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Um, I love that, Lucia, uh, and it, uh, resonate with it as well. The visual that, that I, comes to mind that I, and I use this kind of in my, uh, when I'm doing my thing and I'm, connecting in and rooting okay so yeah. one of the visuals i have is the of like the it uh just becoming this this like giant eagle and just clutching and i'm picking up the earth and flying with it and it's this it's this rooting in to become one with the earth and then spread the wings and make big and then fly from there and it's a um and it's not, it's not like sprout wings and fly off this planet. <laughs> no, that's not what's happening right here. It's not really what, what, what we're talking about. Uh, it's not about leaving or escaping. It's this, it's this transformation in the, of this becoming and to become one with the planet and then raise our vibration too. We affect everything on it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And it, it's not just our own sphere. Yes, that's beautiful. Yes, I think, as we know, we're all the same energy and um, to feel the support is great. I, that's how I feel that the ones below are there for support, the ones above as well. And that's what it said, uh, as above, so below this card as well. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I love I that. Nice. 
That's wonderful. Thank you, Lucia. That's Thanks. great. And that just made me think too, because Emily's joining from California. Lucia is in Texas. I'm curious if if it's easy for people to write in the chat. Um, it is really interesting when we do think about the energetics and all of us being energy beings and us being here together as a group. For those of us who are joining live, if you feel inclined, feel free to put in the chat where you're from. Michael and I are in Indiana. And um, so we'll just, I'll leave that to you guys if you want to do that. We had a question from somebody who can't be here today from Lori. It's her birthday. And, um, and I will just quickly ask this, Michael. She says she'd like to hear you speak more about this two years thing that keeps coming up in everything I listen to. It came up again in a session today. Just curious if you get this two-year time frame as well, and what is the best way in a in meditation to tap into this energetic grid better? Hmm. Okay. Um all right, so we have a we have the two we have a two year kind of window right now with 2023 and 2024 that takes us through the completion of this this particular solar cycle that we're on. Um, so there certainly is a this <laughs> like last what it was a couple weeks ago I talked about March being just really bright. Um, and and that's sort of uh, what I would say comparatively to the maybe the months that precede it. So it's relative. Um, and in a sense, that's kind of what 2024 looks like in comparison to the years that come up to it. So um, we're into this uh, the, this particular two year cycle, 2023, 20, 2024 is bound to be spectacular in terms of the amount of progress that we're going to be making on this transition that we're that we're going through. Mm. So um, now in uh, terms of two year periods, it's that's frequently also those have shown up along the way of um, that when we're going through, I mean, I've, this has happened with me before. Um, so when we're going through a kind of a, uh, a, a, a personal mission assignment uh, that involves making some kind of a change, it, those usually that those were given a two-year windows to actually do those. So uh, from a personal uh, development or personal soul mission, usually right. that's it's, a two-year cycle. Year, it's two-year cycle. Oh, to, yeah, to make a to make that change. And that's, that's a directive that's coming from, you know, the, from, yeah, from the soul level. So mm -hmm. now. That's um, interesting. I wonder why that is like when you think about it from a cosmic perspective and like the rotation around the sun or, um, or if that's just like a decent chunk of time to be able to accomplish <laughs> something <laughs> like you've got two years, that should be good enough. Good enough. <laughs> 
really you could do it in one but we're you know we're, <laughs> give you a buffer a, give you a spare yeah okay all right yeah. awesome well thank you michael and uh let's see what uh what was the last part of her question there was though was um Oh, how to oh the best way in meditation to tap into this energetic grid better get yourself an eye mask um the blocking out even of the subtle um uh, ambient light that filters through uh it just enhances it enhances the vision so make sure you get yourself a uh, uh, yeah, one of those eye masks, and make sure it has the little flap that covers the nose because that that um, that really blocks out the light. Mm. Um, and then, uh, uh, yeah, consider audio music tracks. There's plenty to listen to. Choose that which uh, is makes you that you can feel. And um, let's see here. So I mask music. Um, what else do you got? What do you think, Kara? I mean, the fact that she's utilizing meditation in the first place is huge because that can that can be, uh, you know, a stepping stone for somebody who is wanting to navigate these times, um, that they may not have gotten to yet. So, um, I mean, uh, breath work has been really key for me in my meditation. Um, things like the Wim Hof is really powerful. Um, what's another one that I've been doing? Oh, there's one that Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about. That's a pineal um, stimulator. That one is another one that that I think is really great. So those those two pieces of breath work to add into meditation can really help specifically specifically with the pineal gland um, and helping with the nervous system. And I really liked what Lucia was talking about that grounding, making sure that we're grounding into the earth and tapping into the energy of the earth uh -huh. um, as the earth goes into its changes. Um, you know, the earth being a sentient being is, is having its own frequency shift. So as we do that connection and that grounding and that um, you know, attuning ourselves to, you know, our organic kind of, um, being this, that is frequency that I find is also a really powerful way to, um, to kind of get hooked in there and, and, and utilize those frequencies. So those are some things that come to mind on my side. Okay. Um, yep. Okay, great. Uh, I, I might just to that point is, is, uh, yes, uh, be conscious and aware of the four elements in your life. 
period. And so don't just blind, don't just step into the shower and step out in terms of routine without, you know, the, the proverbial smelling the roses, make sure you feel the water. <laughs> so that would be the elements of hydrogen and oxygen, which no. four elements in particular should we be? <laughs> right. 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 So yeah, feel the water. <laughs> When you step outside, uh, most people just don't, they don't, they disregard or filter out the sensation of the air across your skin, but it's really exquisite. Pay, pay attention to that. Feel the, feel the breeze. And um, all these things actually are work miracles like, and magic, like you wouldn't believe. Um, when you, yeah, when you're lighting a fire, look at it regard it and then then feel it feel the warmth of it you know put your hand out to a flame even if it's a candle or whatever but make a connection with it so um and that, then of course then the one we were just talking about which of course is the earth and you know if you're if you're already adept and you can merge yourself with the center of the earth then yes do that absolutely and alternatively you can or in addition Go out barefoot on the earth and do some grounding, hug a tree, yep. put both your hands on a tree to complete that circuit. Yeah. Yeah. And, and even if you're not outside because it's winter time, but uh, just getting out and getting in bare feet and just feel the floor, carpet or not, feel your feet touching the earth. It's all just, yeah, it's one big mat, uh, mass or matter. So, Awesome. Thank you. And happy birthday to Lori who asked that question. That's why she's not here. She has a Pi Day birthday. Okay. Uh, that's a good day. Be born on Pi Day. Yeah, right. Yeah. I know that Vince had his hand up. Would you like to ask a question, Vince? Do you want to come on? Yes. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Um, well, if I remember correctly, I think I was reading one of your emails a couple of weeks ago, and I read Michael's uh, bio, and I think it said that Michael is an engineer and who went on to study shamanism, and it kind of uh, drew my interest because um, I'm an engineer myself, and um, I don't know anything about energy until about a year ago, I started looking into the energy concept, um, you know, in search to try to um, take care of some medical issues. So, so I work with a number of energy healers within the past year and, and at the same time, um, exploring and, and learning more about uh, how energy works and, and things. And I, I, I had two energy healers um, told me that, or asked me that, do I know that I'm a healer? And I said, no. And they, <laughs> they, both, they both told me that I'm, I'm, I'm a, a, a shaman. Um, so, and, and I, don't, I don't know, I don't know what shamanism is. 
So I was just wondering if Michael could elaborate on what shamanism is and what what does it take to, you know, if you want to go that path to to become a shaman and 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 things like that. Thank you. Okay. Um, thank you, Vance. That's a that's a really great question. Um, okay, so the word shaman simply means is you know it's a Sanskrit word that means one who knows, and uh, so this is typically ascribed to those individuals uh, uh, within the, the greater society who have some ability to know the unknow the unknowable. And now the, from kind of a genetic standpoint, what happens is there's certain genes, certain sequences of DNA um, that uh, are present within the shaman that allows them to operate at theta band in their brain waves without falling asleep. That's where everybody else is, is dead asleep is that theta and if you just amplify theta in a room everybody be like uh. and amplify theta around um a shaman and they like come to life and and they're not or in terms of being awake and so what happens is the dream world and the real world are very meshed together um for a shaman and uh then you know the it's it's an ability that can be that generally speaking uh people just born with or not although there are some that may be called in because we've lost so many shamans to um uh over -med medication in their in their youth uh, to addictions, to drug, alcohol, suicide, so many shamans. So there's also a number of people that have been called in to, to become shamans to make up for all the, the ones that have lost. And so, um, in which case then they may go through a transition process, probably a two-year period where they get activated of that, that DNA that, to, to wake up and 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 bring these abilities online because it's needed hmm. does that does that help answer your question there, yeah. is there you, probably what you, you happen to know uh, that, that's a website that i could um go to and, and learn more about it <laughs> <laughs> um yeah well, i don't well, you should be circulating an email. I think my emails or contact info is on there. And um, uh, yeah, we'll see. I'll see what I can, might come up with for a resource for you. I, one place I would start for sure, though, is on YouTube. Okay. Is, is look for the Spirit Science uh, series. And it's, it's like animated, it's a little animated show. And they have, I don't know. 30 or so episodes of it you don't necessarily have to watch them all um but i might totally do that and okay. so you watch watch um check out spirit science and then believe it or not the other one i would go through 
is the children's show that you can get, I think, on Netflix, which is the kids' show. It's it's called Avatar: The Last Airbender. Okay. And and if you enjoy, you know, uh, anime or you know anything like that, um, it's worth it because it takes you just take you through, it takes you through the whole like journey, mm-hmm. and. And it's amazing that the, some of the best material that's out there is, is almost like it's unintentional material. In other words, it might come out of a Hollywood people, creative people may, maybe were actually channeling and making material that came out there. And there's, there's actually a, more of that out there than there is any, any like, oh, how to be a shaman book, you know, that knocks it out of the park. But maybe you can write one. <laughs> shaman for dummies dummies. (laughs) thank you thank you okay and then just follow up with with, uh care myself and we'll get you pointed in the right direction thank you for being here and thank you for your service vince thank you i love that i mean i love the reflection of michael's journey you know it's so so similar with this engineering you know, kind of background. And then that, that sort of very natural, um, gifts that are lying latent under the surface, you know, that's awesome. Wonderful. Well, we do have a question in the chat that I'd like to ask. So somebody's asking for years, I have used medical marijuana for pain relief and help with sleep. I take it at night and was able to come off my prescription meds. Could this be blocking my connection? I do feel guided. However, I'm not certain if that's what it is or is my ego making it all up? (laughs) Yeah. Um, uh, I think Abraham Hicks got asked this question once or something like that. And, 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 Abraham replied, uh, well, we teach the practice of meditation. Uh, some people say marijuana is more fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Regardless of whether you're, you, one of the things that, that marijuana does, it opens up doorways into the subconscious. And ultimately, that's what you're doing. Uh, with meditation as well. Now, the, 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 the strength of doing it just with meditation is that, um, or the more that you can do it free of any substances, then the more solid those, those doorways, they, those gateways, as you open those up into various different layers of your consciousness, they can stay open. Um, uh, but uh, uh, marijuana uh, opens those doorways too what will tend to happen is that you'll move a lot of the stuff that you would be doing in your dream time gets moved into your, your tripping time, so to speak, if you're awake. So, um, so you may not dream as heavily uh, when you're using marijuana. It t- tends to be, I say may, but it's, it's almost a shirt. So it's one of those things that it's to, you can play around with it and everybody's got to figure out their own bio chemical what what things work for them what doesn't um in terms of uh you know food diet substances met and what 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 they use as medicine 
Um, well, and to clarify the question, it talks about blocking the connection. So it sounds like there's a maybe feeling uh, like there's some interference there. Yeah. Does it block the connection? No, but the thought that it does, does. Mm. And right. so, okay. And it is going to, it's going to shift as I was going to say, it'll shift your, some of your dream, your dreamscapes, you know, into, into your conscious experiences. Uh, but other than that, no, it doesn't block you. No. Uh, there is a very far upper limit that you can't go beyond with, uh, with marijuana in your system, but it's, it's way out. It's, it's way up there, way, way up there. Okay. And, and, and when that kind of alignment happens, it's, it's, yeah, I wouldn't worry about it. Yeah. Okay. So hopefully that addresses that question. If there are any follow-up questions, feel free to put that in the chat. Does anybody have anything else they want to cover? I just am curious, and if you feel comfortable um, answering, and if not, that's okay. I'm just curious as to what specific, specifically do you guys think involves this essential process or what's the not what involves but where where is it leading us to besides these changes in um, consciousness and frequency is it are we physically going somewhere i mean i'm sure we all ask these questions right and yeah not, that's a great sure that, it, that we have an answer but i'm just curious to what you guys think Mm-hmm. Where are we going? <laughs> right. Um, yes, we're on a we're on a journey uh, to of to arrive. <laughs> I. Uh, it's this funny thing, okay? Uh, to, one way to answer this, uh, Lucia would say, "Hey, uh, where are we going? Anywhere you want." Okay. Uh, but it, before you can go anywhere that you want, you first have to be, you first have to come all together at point A before you can go to B. Because it can't be just part of you runs off to B and leaves all the rest behind. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's first coming all here and now, and then that's the door, the gateway where it allows us to go anywhere. And the funny thing about it is, is that when the moment that one fully arrives here and now is the, the, what opens to, to the eyes of where, what, where of the, how beautiful this place really is. Uh, at least for me, I was like, oh, I think I'll stick around. Actually, it's not too bad. Yes. Yeah. And that's well, kind of and the, the... Yeah. The, I'm, I, I have a curiosity. I'm like, wow, what, what could this 
what could life here on earth truly become mm -hmm. when we all really do live from the baseline of here mm -hmm. and i'm still around because i want to see what that looks like mm -hmm. i know if i can chime in here and this is something that um cat will be it'll be reminiscent with our conversation from yesterday but um for i mean for kathy who's who is uh on online here but it's i believe that one of the elements is this uptick in our senses and our ability to perceive so um where we have these um you know, our, our, our eyes work differently. Our, our hearing works differently. I mean, similar to how it is, but, um, for me, I've been experiencing it. Like I'm like listening, like I can feel that the energy from where I'm listening is higher. You know, it's, it's like a higher from a higher place within my head and there are changes happening within my eyesight where it seems that I um, am focusing, you know, there are times where, where I'm able to change how I'm focusing and I can feel that I'm looking from a different place within my brain, I, which may sound very, very bizarre, or maybe you guys know what I'm talking about or have, have had experiences, but it's not something that's on all the time. But when it is on, I can hear things that I can't normally hear. I see things that I don't normally see. And so um, that is part of what I believe is, is coming as well. It's like, we're still here. We're, you know, it's, it's not necessarily like we have left and gone somewhere, but our experience is new. It's different. We have more that we can perceive. We have more that we can understand you know, there's more that um, more information, we're getting more information, we have the ability to process more information and from um, a more holistic understanding, meaning more whole, a more complete understanding rather than, you know, Michael, if you listen to the podcast, he's been talking for a while about Trinity consciousness, where we're no longer in that duality of one thing or, or another right or wrong, black or white. And it's more that we have this ability to perceive from many different viewpoints all at once. And we have a more complete picture of what's going on. And that dissolves that perception of duality. So that I think is, is what is some of the, the, um, the quick thing, the quicker, you know, the, the things that we'll notice quicker in, in our lifetimes is my, my belief. Yeah. And can I, uh, I'd like to add something here too. Uh, cause this is a, it's a fun question. Where are we going? I love this question. Okay. So if you imagine the earth is being a sphere now, imagine also that, um, we were to say uh, to, to stretch space or to add space into it. So we just made it uh, say 10% bigger. Or if you wanna go, oh, we just doubled it in size. 
Um, so, but let's say it's just 10%. The say number of molecules uh, stayed the same. We just changed space. We didn't change the amount of matter mass. Um, we're all bigger now, but so is the ruler by which we measure ourselves. So if you're six feet tall before, you're still six feet tall by your measurement afterwards. So if everything just, just got bigger in size, um, could you actually tell the difference? And not probably without some advanced instrumentation or something. So now if you imagine those superimposed upon each other, you go, okay, we have two worlds that are slightly different size superimposed upon each other. And one of them, are they're actually almost identical to each other, except for one of them is, you know, missing the mosquitoes. <laughs> Literal and also metaphorical. And so where are we going? We're like, we're going into a new version of Earth that has everything that we have here, but it's minus the mosquitoes. And, um, and everything that goes along with it. So it's a very, it's, you know, and in the old earth that we've known, you know, the forces of fear are dominant, you know, it's not that love isn't there, but I mean, get real. It's like, man, we get, you know, we all know we've been feeling good. And then all of a sudden we get hit with some kind of negative, you know, arrow or dart from someone, you know, particularly from a loved one or something like that. It's just like, oh man, I'm like, why did, why did that, why did that little negative thing have so much power over me? Well, imagine what if it, we could re reverse those sides. So on like the new earth, it's the other way around. And so just the one, you know, we can actually stay in this stable, the stable field um, without getting, you know, knocked out of our game. And that would be, that itself would be huge. Um, and what we're seeing right now is because we're in this transition period, and this is really hard to describe, except to say it's the most mind boggling, like, like architecture puts Disneyland to shame of how you have these two grids and they're interlaced with each other such that that we that it, the door is open now for for us to 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 as individuals to click into the new earth grid and begin living and what happens is we'll be running our track running on a new grid experience simultaneously interacting with other people who are running on an old earth experience and somehow we're crisscross but we're not hitting each other but we're totally interacting side by side and it's really wild but it starts to get pronounced where you, you you're looking and going wow this person just lives a whole different way of life and that that's still allowed to perpetuate during this transition period and how long that overall transition period i uh, you know this this whole thing lasts for humanity it's it's more it's this is a multi-generational process and ultimately the destiny is that we all operate on that new grid yeah and mm -hmm. you know humanity might disappear from the old one entirely and it and 
you know, and it belongs to the squirrels. Or the flies. Okay. I mean, the, the mosquitoes. Or the mosquito, mosquito world. There you go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Over my dead body will the mosquitoes take over. <laughs> well, that's the old one. You'll be on the new the one. one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, Michael, I'm really curious about or I feel like it would be great to explore a little bit about like frequency, sound, light, like how this all plays in. Um, Vince, when he was talking about his, you know, his work with healers and and um, and his sort of interest in shamanism, he was talking about, you know, he's starting to learn about energy. And I know that it's, you know, sound frequency geometry all of this here we are on pi day 3 3.14 3.14 um which emily that was why i that is why we're meeting today i had put on instagram a reel where i was like can anybody guess why we're meeting on tuesday march 14th and emily oh. had some great guesses but the, <laughs> the reason is it's pi day and um Nice. And so can you just give us a little bit of, um, a, you know, a little bit of an overview about the role of, of energy and frequency and how, you know, sound and, and light and geometry and, and whatever, wherever that takes you, but can you give us a crash, a little crash course? Okay. Um, Wow, you know, it is Pi Day. We should have been talking about geometry the whole time. Right. Ah, what were you thinking? Okay. Um, you know, and maybe this is actually, uh, I, it, I don't know if people would be interested in actually a follow-up, do a webinar focusing um, and do, a, do an emphasis or focusing on, on geometry. I'd be, I'd be uh, open for that. Um, and... Well, one of the things I find fascinating, I mean, in, in terms of the way the, the whole thing is structured or architected is that is no matter how complex everything we look around us and all the variety of shapes and sizes of things and, and um, you know, the, the contrast and the patterns and all of it is that that um, when we look at it in the grid, all of it came from, all of it comes from a single circle. And, and then you have overlapping circles and then circles of different sizes and different layers. And then that creates all the intersection patterns that gives rise to this entire field of matter that we see before us. And so, and at the end of the day, it looks a whole lot like, you know, just that, that little design there that's, uh, that's over your shoulder, Kara. Oh, this. Yeah. My little yeah. mandala thing. Yeah. Yes. And it all sums down into just one circle, just like that. Mm. That's geometry in a nutshell. Is that what you asked for? Well, yeah. I mean, that's part of frequency, right? And energy is the geometry piece. Yeah. And, you know, I've done some work with some people who might be aware or not, but I've uh, uh, worked with I-Pyramids uh, there in Sedona and built some devices with them. And we've got really into the kind of the 
mysteries and magic of pyramids. And it's been, there's a lot of more and more material is all coming up on History Channel and, and, and Netflix now about, about these. Uh, oh, well, speaking of which, the interview with Ed, if anybody watches that on Gaia, season three, Michael's in one of the episodes. I can't remember which one, but it's with, I mean, I don't remember the number, but with Gail and Lyrica, um, where you do talk about, like you're interviewed about the pyramid technology. So if yeah. anybody has Gaia, check that out. I'll put that in the chat interview with Ed. Yeah. Sorry. Just you speaking about those Netflix and so forth. That made me think of that. Yes. And (laughs) (laughs) um, yeah, so the, the evidence there that, you know, at least one of the, um, you know, one of the theories is growing in, in popularity, which has a fair bit of merit behind it, uh, is that, is that where we currently are, maybe it's not the first time that we've we've been been here as a species so it's that um the the full if you look at the 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 real history of of humanity there's been civilizations that have risen to an ascension point uh before and they've either maybe they've made they've completed their transitions and they're on a new earth version grid uh um or um or something went horribly, uh, uh, horribly wrong, and they they collapsed, and so we're building it back up, and it's sort of like a, um, it, it's it's, uh, you know, I think of it in terms of of like electrical systems where you have a charge building up on a capacitor, and uh, which a capacitor is kind of like a battery, but it's not um but it stores electrical charge and as that charge and just builds up builds up builds up builds up and then it'll periodically um arc or fire across another plate and so we that that the pyramids and pyramid technology is is really oriented or designed about um uh tapping these etheric energies and that there's when they're done properly, they provide a gateway, if you will, or it it uh, just like gravity actually flows into um, our universe, like from another dimension. There's there's other energy that can flow into our universe from another dimension, and the pyramids are part of that. Mm. That's fascinating, like interdimensional portals. Yeah, it's not that they are necessarily generating energy such that they're actually opening a door for energy to come in from another dimension. Mm. And so, yeah, it's, and, but we're just now, you know, just now getting to the place where we can begin to build these kinds of things. And then, mm-hmm. You know, and then the sky's the limit for there. And this is would be what you might call new earth tech. You know, it's it's 
you know, it's going to be everywhere. Right. And then you've built one, you've built a big one that is yeah. in use in Sedona in private use with Gail and Lyrica. So she is a not Lyrica is a nonverbal person with autism who, uh, and she and her mom use it to kind of telepathically communicate and, and many other things, but, and then you have a small one too, like a smaller one that can fit on a tabletop. We're going to have that at the retreat. Yeah. Um, in May. So we'll be utilizing that as well, yeah. which we'll uh, have fun. Yeah. We, technology. Got we got a special plan for it this time. Yep. Yes. Yes, we do. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? I would just say that it involves the crystal skull too. And if you want to know more, come get your slot and come, uh, come join us on the retreat. We will have, it looks to be an amazing time together. Yeah, we're going to have the Mitchell Hedges Crystal Skull, which is um, also featured a lot on Interview with Ed, if if people are interested in that show or know of that show. but um, And we will actually have that, and its keeper, Bill Homan, will be there at the retreat too. So we're going to be combining that with that uh, pyramid technology, which is going to be fascinating. So wonderful. Well, I think it's a very big topic to try to get into frequency yes. and how it all works. And, but I appreciate that crash course there. Sure. Okay. Well, I think then everybody's satiated, maybe overflowing. <laughs> I feel overflowing. So thank you all so much for being here. It's been so much fun. I have loved this. So um, we will, we'll do this again very soon. Yes. So thank you. Absolutely. And thank you, Michael. You thank you very much. It thank was you. Meeting with you guys. Thank you. So happy to see everybody. Have a wonderful rest of the evening. All right. See you later. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'd love to ask you for one quick favor, and that's to share this episode with one person who you think will benefit from it. Let them know you're thinking about them by sharing this episode with them right now. Thank you, and I look forward to the next meditation conversation.